Hey, 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 kids. What's going on? Let's do another car cast. Ooh! Second one back and it feels so good. In large part, just to tell you, <clears throat> I'm coming from Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, I think I mentioned this before. I never really stopped training. Probably took a, a few weeks off, <clears throat> but then uh, <clears throat> was getting my fix. Training with um, you know buddies over at their houses and garages and backyards and um, uh, and spare bedrooms and all that kind of stuff. Uh, no joke. Uh, while we were. <clears throat> socially isolated or locked down or whatever. I guess that's still going on. Um, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I guess that's still going on. But anyway, I, I, one of the things that, um, I knew I didn't really want to stop, uh, doing during, during quarantine was working out. Uh, seemed to me that was the, at least for me anyway, that was the, the one thing that, um, that I didn't really have a problem keeping up with because it doesn't feel like keeping it up. I, I, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy working out for whatever reason. Um, well, I, I guess it makes sense. You know, you get a little bit of a high from it. Um, <clears throat> your body, you know, your brain releases a bunch of feel good chemicals. And, uh, um, you know, I always feel like it's worth it when I'm done and I never regret, never gotten through a workout and been like, that was a waste of time. I should have just, you know, eating Netflix or watch Netflix and eating pizza or something instead. So that's, that's been pretty true through quarantine. Um, I, I mean, full disclosure for what it's worth, I don't know if it matters or not, but I'm definitely up a few pounds. I'd say about 10 pounds since, um, since I last, since I weighed myself probably right before kind of my average before quarantine. But I'll tell you this, I don't think I was, I wasn't, uh, doing as I wasn't eating as clean um, leading up to all this, I had, obviously we had the holidays. Then in January I was, um, on a, on a vacation and, um, and then, oh, what really killed me was, uh, <laughs> on, uh, for Valentine's day, there, there happened to be an immense amount of chocolates in our house after, after Valentine's day. And, uh, I definitely got a little snacky on those chocolates <laughs> a late night. Ah, oh, a couple pieces here or there. So anyway, um, I just share that stuff because I, I've never claimed to be perfect. Uh, uh, I don't think it's a bad idea to eat clean all the time and, uh, certainly have no problem getting back after it, but there's, I don't, you know, maybe there are some rare people that just never put anything off, off target in their mouth, but I'm certainly not one of those people. So anyway, all right. So Carcast back the the one that I recorded uh, earlier, um, you know, it was a lot about the COVID stuff and just kind of talking about how to move forward. And I think it's time to start, you know, coming up with a game plan for all of us. Um, and the way that I can contribute to that is more in, in line with okay, how do we get back to uh, good nutrition? I don't even want to. Uh, how do we get back to good nutrition and and and, and get on the path for weight back on weight? the path of weight loss and, uh, pursuing maximizing our health when 
uh, I would say it is probably difficult for a lot of people right now to build habits. Um, this is, I think, should be glaringly obvious, but if this hasn't occurred to you yet, um, let me just let you know that I think one of the reasons why this is, so, it's, it's a difficult time for many of us is because so many of us are used to a very certain routine. And if you had started seeing some uh, success in your weight loss journey, there's a good chance that you were utilizing a routine or a schedule or kind of ongoing building new habits to, to see that success. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's, that's brilliant. That's what we all you know, aim to do is kind of have a schedule that we can maintain and keep and keep pushing forward to drive the results that we want to see because it does take a long time to get there, okay? So the question we have to start asking ourselves now is where do we want to be in three months? You know, let's start right there. Where do we want to be in three months? Where do we want to be in six months? Where do we want to be in a year? And what path are we on now? And do those two things line up, okay? So the first thing I would ask you is if you're looking ahead in in 90 days, and for me, so that's... August 1st, where I am at and what I'm doing right now does not line up with where I want to be August 1st. I'll just tell you that because I'm talking about this out loud myself. I am planning on fighting in Myrtle Beach uh, in August at a submission only um, uh, jiu-jitsu tournament. And uh, I would like to be down, it would be great to be at uh, 170. That's where I thought about competing last year. Anyway, it doesn't matter to you guys, but that's where I'd kind of like to be, and I'm far away from that right now. I'm, I'm probably in the 190s somewhere right now. Um, and again, I know I have a ton of water weight on me at the moment, but uh, anyway, no excuses. I've got quite a ways to go. Uh, last summer, I was leaning me, and I fought at 185, and I was a little bit light in that division. I think the day of weigh-ins, I weighed in at 178 or something, and I probably should have gone... Should have just dropped down to 170, but uh, but I didn't do that. So anyway, I August 8th, I would like to be fighting in uh, the tournament in North Myrtle Beach at 170 pounds, and I am doing I'm I'm doing better, but I'm definitely not on track. So what do I got to do to get on track? Okay, I'm just talking this out loud, and I guess hopefully this I hope this will help you guys. Okay. So during quarantine, um, I my issues have been calories have probably been a little bit too high, haven't been terrible. I've definitely had the beginning was really rough. I definitely had a few excessive calorie days with just kind of junk food, and um, you know had a bowl of ice cream here or there during the week. So that kind of got me off to the wrong start. One of the things I really need to do is, I mean, I, well, it's so stupid to talk about, but it's my four rules, you know, um, cut out number one, uh, no sugar. Uh, that's definitely not been adhered to strictly. So I got to get back on that. Number two, no carbs, no grains. Uh, again, I've been pretty, uh, loose with eating, uh, a hamburger bun occasionally, um, I had last night, I had, um, some, I had a, um, a salad, but I also had like a handful of potato chips, you know, not great, not the worst, not the end of the world. Um, but I'm certainly not being strict about it. 
Uh, I'm on the downswing, so the the scale is moving in the downward direction. But I know that it could be a lot better, and I know that my nutrition could be a lot cleaner. The other issue that I'm, um, uh, I don't want to say issue or facing it because uh, I don't really care, but uh, is my alcohol consumption, like a lot of people, has been way up in quarantine. You know, I don't have to get my butt up an extra hour early to drive into work, so it feels kind of feels like sleeping in. So, sure, have an, have another beer or two, you know, that I wouldn't normally have, or have um, drinks on a night where I normally wouldn't drink, like during the week, and that for sure has been part of my uh, quarantined life. Now, I want to talk about this a little bit because I put a poll up uh, earlier in the group about. You know, what did you catch during quarantine? You know, the quarantine 15, the Rona. Somebody added something like, you know, giving myself some grace and some slack, um, but also still losing, maybe just a little bit slower. Um, Listen, that's, in reality, that's kind of where I've been at. Um, I'll just, I mean, this is how I feel, you guys. I feel happy, you know? Like, I know this might sound crazy, um, especially if you've been following my personal views on all this stuff, but me personally, in my spirit, in my soul, in my life, um, I am happier than I feel like I've been in a lot of years, um, even in the midst of this. I feel more mental clarity uh, than I feel like I've, I've had experienced in, in, in the last few years. Um, I have seen an immense drop-off of my anxiety uh, and, and I would define anxiety as just constant thought or worry that I have about my kids, uh, my job, finances, my relationships, those kind of things. Um, I don't feel very anxious. I think part of the reason that that is, if you'll humor me for a second, is that I've realized that, that um, especially going, you know, going through a very painful uh, divorce, separation and divorce. Um, I had tried to, and I think up until recently, tried to do my best to control the situation as much as possible. Not just by controlling myself, but but by just wishing that the, the situation was different and trying to control the behavior of you know other people not in like a, when I say that, I, I, I mean like more inner wishing, you know, like being frustrated that, that, you know, my life and my marriage wasn't turning out the way that, that I had fought for so long to make it turn out. And I wanted to control, you know, to, to basically try to not have it be the, you know, the life uh, altering thing that it has been and, and try to not let it last years and years, which, you know, if you've been through a divorce, especially with little kids, um, it's, it's, it's many years, but, um, I'm several years into mine now and, um, I feel, and I don't, this isn't, please don't hear this as a knock against my first wife. You know, I genuinely uh, have nothing but 
you know, pos- positive hopes for her. And, you know, she's, she's the mother of my kids. So I, I, I find it crazy for people to do anything but root their hardest for their ex. You know, I really think it's, it's insane to try to add, you know, more, I, you know, to add more trouble, troubles to their plate. We've all got, got them, man. And, and, uh, I don't wish to, to be anyone's troubles. And that, that stands that, you know, that goes for my, my first wife as well. And the mother of my children. Uh, but going through the, the quarantine, this lockdown has given me personally an overwhelming sense of gratitude for just being able to let go, <laughs> you know, to accept that, uh, this, to really, you know, and I get it, man. Maybe you are you're there, and you have been there for many years, and this is a lesson you learned a long time ago. Then, man, my hat is off to you. Um, and, and maybe you've been living this, but this has been something that I've struggled with, and the quarantine has given this gift to me. I feel like I'm just being able to go. This is not in my control. Uh, viruses are going to come. I believe that there's a virus. Uh, I think maybe some people may think otherwise of me, but I don't think there's a conspiracy. I think that there is a, there's a nasty virus, there's an epidemic, there's a pandemic, and um, the people that, that have suffered from it didn't ask for it, they didn't see it coming, they didn't want it, um, and um, tragedy has befallen them, and uh, for some of you, tra- it doesn't have to be COVID, man, <clears throat> you know. I think all of us realize this, that, that, that tragedy and pain and death and sorrow can come to us at a moment's notice. It's out of our control. And this time has given me, I think, just a different perspective on that reality. And where for the last few years I've been, you know, oh my God, how am I, mo- I going to, you know, continue to move up in my career? How am I going to continue to build my businesses? How am I going to continue to continue, you know, being a good dad. And what if, you know, what if I fall short? What if I fail? What if I, man, my mind has been plagued with these questions nonstop, you know, for the last three to five years, easily, I would say maybe more. And in a time where everything is uncertain, I have just embraced that, I guess, and embraced the, the, the reality that I'm not, I can't control this thing, uh, but I can move with it. I can ride it. I can change my harmony with it. I can put myself in a in a gridlock, and I'm kind of bashing my 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 fist together, head, like headbutting my fist. You know, I can try to headbutt this thing and and steer it and and try and use my own strength to overcome it. But you know, I'm finding. Um, you know, it's so funny because this kind of goes back to my, my pastoral days where, you know, we would talk about surrender and, um, you know, the Christian tradition and maybe you're a religious person too. And I think that there's a lot of wisdom in that. And, and maybe the language is different depending on what your personal beliefs are. But the idea of surrender, mm, what a beautiful thing, you know, in, in, in my uh, former faith tradition, uh, there was, we talk a lot about the freedom of, of surrendering. And um, I think that, that that is something that I have had, had. I have experienced that in my life in a religious context, but I've not experienced that um, post-religion in my life. And I might be, for the first time, you know, experiencing the beauty um, 
that the wisdom literature talks about when it talks about surrendering uh, unto God and, and surrendering to truth and surrendering just surrendering your life. And, uh, I think that that's a beautiful thing, and I think there's a lot to be said there. So, uh, no matter what your your belief system is, if you're finding that uh, to be true, or if you have found that to be true, uh, I think that's beautiful. So let's get back on track here for a second. Um, number four. <laughs> that was point one, two, and three. Uh, no sugar, no carbs, uh, no alcohol, and then lastly, <clears throat> um, a daily caloric deficit. Now this would, you know, again, I'm, I'm probably nowhere near that. I'm not tracking exactly how I should be. Again, I feel like I'm a much better estimator than than a lot of people. Um, but I'm not doing. I'm not, you know, being as detailed as I need to be. Um, and so if you are looking to get back on track with, you know, climbing your way out of the quarantine 15 or getting back to, you know, progress and, and, and trying to find some semblance of sanity in the midst of all this, which I, I freely admit that I lost, um, you know, get back with the four rules. And one of the beautiful things about the four rules is that you can just work on one at a time. If you can't, if all four of them are, is too much right now for your mental health, for whatever reason, and it's too much to go hardcore, because those four rules, I was simple, not easy. Those four rules are fucking hardcore, man. If you do them all the way, that's pretty goddamn good. You're about 90% of the way there. But the beauty of them is that if you can pick, start with one and stick with it. Now, word of caution, I do not think that if you were to do, you know, switch them out, that that would yield you any kind of decent results. Meaning don't start with no sugar and then do that for a week and then be like, ah, that's too hard. I'm going to try no carbs next week, but I'm going to eat, you know, a shit ton of candy bars or whatever. No, 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 no. Find one that you can really stick with and start to master it. You know, if, if eliminating sugar is, you know, at top of that list, if that's your problem area, start with that. If eliminating alcohol is is tough for you right now, as it is for me, um, and that's fine, start with getting back to, you know, my normal thing was I wouldn't normally drink during the week. I just wouldn't normally do that. You know, and I'd either start Friday or wait till Saturday and drink Saturdays and Sundays or or whatever that was. But sure as shit, you know, drinking Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is a hell of a lot better than drinking Tuesday through Sunday, you know, or Wednesday through Sunday. So if you can do something, you know, start, start with what you can do and build from there. Okay. Build from there. The trick is still the same. The principles are still the same. Consistency over the long term is going to yield you much better results, much better results. So try to start thinking in terms of 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, what can you stick with? What can you achieve? Um, again, my advice is always, I have stuck, like I've told you a million times, I've stuck with my working out during the quarantine. Um, I haven't been able to lift heavy. I think I neglected to say that, but I've been working out about an hour a day. And I always tell people too, you can't outwork a bad diet. When people come to me you know, before the quarantine stuff and we would talk about things, they're like, man, I don't understand. I'm working out, blah, 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 blah. Their diet wasn't on point. They weren't really interested in changing that. I don't give a fuck how much you're working out. The average person, I'm talking the average person, that's most of us and most of the people listening to this, is simply not going to be able to exercise their way out of uh, excess of fat. You have to 
get the nutrition on point. And, you know, that's still the name of the game here. So start with what you can do. Start with honesty. Start with, uh, no pun intended here, but sober conversation with yourself. Um, I, you know, if you have to sit in front of the mirror and have that conversation, do it. But have an honest conversation with yourself, a loving conversation, but be fucking real, man. No one is going to be as real with you as you can be. Stop accepting your own bullshit, you know, about whatever the things in your life that you don't like and you want to change. Don't, don't, don't let yourself lie to yourself. Call yourself out. It's hard and it's painful and it doesn't change overnight. But you're never going to get anywhere if you don't at least call yourself out on your own bullshit, okay? So start with some honest reflection uh, and honest assessment of what you really need to do and, and really need to, uh, to, to be doing, um, you know, to get, to get to where you need to be and to get back on track. Let's, uh, let's do this shit together. Um, again, you know, motherfucking CDC. I was saying this shit before this whole goddamn thing started. They stole my hashtag. Fucking alone together, man. I can't do this shit for you. And I love the fact that I was saying that shit way before the CDC was. But um, I can't do this shit for you. Um, Their alone together thing is total bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Let's be alone together in the the work that we're going to do to improve our lives. Because, y'all, if we can get working on ourselves... Then we can help fix our friends and family, or not fix them, but we can offer hope and light to our friends and family, and maybe that can spread to our communities, to our towns, to our states, to our world, man. We need, we desperately, desperately, desperately need some love and some peace and some change in this fucking world, man. And, and it, it ain't going to happen um, for anybody unless we start with ourselves first. So I'm looking at myself. I'm looking at. I'm looking inward. I'm not looking at anybody else. Telling them that they need to change it all. You know, this is all you know uh, applicable to myself as well. It's nothing but love, and peace, and wishes of health and safety, and uh, and wellness to everybody. And that means um, our whole selves. That means our not just our physical health, but it means our mental health, our spiritual health, our economic health, our societal health. Our, f- our families, that they're strong. Our communities, that they're strong. That fucking means everything.